Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Dotson, here my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. And Garrett Price. How's it going? And Jared Wackerly producing. Hello. Uh, yeah, good hello that was. <laughs> freak out the Howdy ho, neighbor. Yeah. Hi. Good scare the audience. Well, We're yeah. back. He'll work on it. Yeah, we'll give him, a little, <laughs> we'll give him mic time when we can. Uh, Jared's fresh back from the Senior Bowl. He has oh, a lot yeah. to say about it, but not on this podcast he won't. I got a uh, fresh back. <laughs> I'm glad you shaved. And um, go to our YouTube, Dyson's YouTube channel. How's your front? <laughs> Manscaped. It's Manscaped. All right, my review and recap from the Senior Bulls on the YouTube channel. So go go there, check it out, subscribe, like it if you like it, like and it comment if you like it. What if they don't like it? Malik Willis's QB one. That's what I'll say. And my guy, who I've been talking about for months, Trey randomly. McBride. If you've been listening to the podcast or nerd show, I've been dropping Trey McBride hints, and uh, he's clearly tight end one. Tight end one. Um, and then running back one. Mm. Wasn't at the Senior Bulls. Wasn't, wasn't there. Reese Hall. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say, Damian Pierce from Florida looked good. Tyler Beatty from Missouri, Rashad White, Arizona State. They all look solid. Senior Bowl, not usually a big running back, high running back, because they're usually younger guys. Right? And they're tough to evaluate there because they're not tackling. And receiver? Yes. Yeah, Watch. Christian Watson. Watch him, North Dakota State, 6'4", runs a 4'4". Dude's good. All this on the Dynasty Nerds YouTube channel. There Check you out go. Jared's recap. He was there. Um, see what he's got to say. And we have so, I mean, we got, we're a month away. Once this combine hits, it's just all rookie breakdowns. Oh, That's it. Hell. Like literally the week after the combine, we start our rookie quarterback breakdowns. Um, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. What's the date on the combine? Do we have that? And this month, right? It's, it starts, uh, I think the first day is like the March. first of March. Yeah. Okay. So I know it's always that last week of, of April 1st. usually, but. Or a weekend of April. Ooh, I'll be in Mexico actually, the second week of I mean, March. Not, not oh, oh, February. March 1st. Yeah, to March but it's 7th. bumped back because the whole league year got pushed back with the extra week. Gotcha. Right. So. Word to your grandma. All right. So today we're talking free agent wide receivers. Will some of these guys be franchised? Maybe. Will they sign uh, elsewhere? Possibly. Who Are they good? Some of them. Are they dynasty buys? Some of them. Are they dynasty sells? Yes. Well, apparently <laughs> some of them, most of them, uh, <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. Uh, free show uh, is this the nerd Herd show. We're going to do QBs and tight ends. Sorry to the nerd Herd for last week. Uh, we tried yes. to record it, but you can't talk football without TDs. We had some technical difficulties. So here we are. Uh, we're going to jam them in together. Have them uh, both. Why are you looking at me that way? I just, I like your sense of humor. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm here for. Not the takes, just the bad jokes. And there's a lot of them, which I'm sure some of you know. <laughs> so diving in, Matt, you're going to uh, kind of give us the players. You have them ranked in order of how they produce last year. Correct. And then we're going to talk about them and give you our yep. take from a dynasty fantasy football outlook. Nothing else. Only dynasty because listen, dynasty 365. Next week, what are we talking about? Coaches, right? On to the coaches. Yeah. On to the coaches. How's that affect your dynasty all players? Yeah, yeah. A lot of good stuff. Mike McDaniels, two <sighs> thumbs up. Can't wait for that. Hey, Matt, who's the first guy we're talking about? Let me guess. Let me guess. Hold on. District attorney. District attorney. DA. Close. Got it. Yep. All right. So the number one guy last year um, was the wide receiver two. The number one free agent, rather. Wide receiver was wide receiver two last year. Danny Amendola. Danny Amendola. 
No. That's the DA, right? <laughs> Devontae Adams, oh. 29 years old, uh, finished last year. Obviously, wide receiver two, like I mentioned. Also, wide receiver two on a points-per-game basis. Had Played 16 games, 169 targets, 123 catches, 1,553 yards, and 11 touchdowns. Ooh. So, very good numbers there. coming pretty good. Out of the, um, you know, top-ranked wide receiver this year in the, in the free agent market. He's every year. He's a top. I mean, Devontae Adams is about as good as it gets. He is. Know, a, he's the, the cream of the crop uh, as far as the wide receivers for the past, you know, what, four or five years. Whatever. And what's nice about him. See, what's nice about these upper echelon guys, like a guy like Devontae Adams that you had to put some stock into where some people are looking to whether they're reloading, rebuilding this time of year. You know, when a guy's about to turn 29 years old, it usually means like a prime sell standpoint. You know what I mean? Like I am going to sell this player because he's getting a little bit older. What's nice about it, like these outlier guys, which I would consider Devontae Adams an outlier from a talent perspective. Um, I think DeAndre Hopkins is still kind of in that mold too. I think last year the fact that he was bit banged up, people are going to bump him down a little bit, even though sure. he signed that new long-term contract. So he's there for multiple years. And my contract, I think it's a big thing to start. I think that's a starting point with Devontae Adams. He's going to resign somewhere and become the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. It's what he wants. It's what he's going to get. Yep. It's what he deserves. Absolutely. So with that, you get confirmation of a player that you can put in your lineup no matter what. It doesn't matter his age. You know for three of those years, most likely, are going to be guaranteeing a contract. You're getting three more years at the least of Devontae Adams. So you're going to that, what, 31-year-old season right there? So that in itself is kind of like a nice, right? you know, nice little uh, floor platform there is the, the landscape. And do you guys think Adams is just tied to Rodgers? Like wherever he goes, even if he goes, because we're we'll going to be talking QB's next show. Like right. if Rodgers goes to Denver, do they find a way? Well, obviously then Denver would have to trade for Rodgers. He has got one year left on his contract. Um, you know, Judy probably had to be a part of that trade. Do you think Adams is tied to Devonte Adams or Rod- Rodgers? I mean, I think, I think ideally for him, he would be. But if he goes somewhere that doesn't have the money and Rodgers goes to a team that already has an established wide receiver core and maybe he doesn't necessarily, there isn't room for him on that team. I think obviously he could be anywhere, anywhere that has the room, you know, he could reunite with David Carr in and go, go be back with his college quarterback or Derek Carr. I mean, possibly Derek, David, whatever did either car, whether he wants to hang out with David on his couch or, or Derek. I mean, David would probably, (laughs) he would probably fall in as a low end wide or QB one. If he had Devontae Adams, Adams, no, even now, even now, I think, (laughs) I think he still could. So, (laughs) so I don't think they're tied, but I think, I think ideally he is. You know, for I, for himself, I don't think there's any way that he is back in Green Bay next year unless Aaron Rodgers decides to stay. I think that's the only way he's still back in Green Bay. So I think they're kind of almost a package deal with Green Bay. If one is going to be back, I think they're both going to be back. And and that's a it's a hard one to try to figure out with their salary cap situation as well. The right. Green Bay right now is is negative forty six million dollars. So they're forty six million dollars over the cap right. for next year already. So it's going to be very difficult for them to. Have Rogers have Rogers be there and this sign highly paid wide receiver. the highest you know paid wide receiver basically in the league. But yeah, so I, I think that there is a good chance that he's probably gone. You already mentioned the Raiders as like one of those top landing spots, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's one of these teams where uh, they have you know some good core pieces in place and they're they're waiting for the alpha number one receiver to help push them over the top. We just talked about McDaniels and, and, and the Dolphins. You know, could that be a potential place where maybe 
they have some cap room. Sure, ton of cap room. They, mm-hmm. they could potentially look at They have at the most cap room, $64 million, Exactly. Right? Yep. So I think that's like a sneaky destination that could, could potentially happen. The um, Raiders have cap room. The Raiders have cap room and there, definitely. And, and I, the connection I, with Kyle. I agree with Matt. I think that's they need a Devon, they need that big time X receiver. Um, so I think that, and I think him with Derek Carr, I think they'd be up. Like, if you can't stay with Rodgers, I can easily see him going. With Carter Raiders. And I think it's a good fit as well. Like him sure. and Hunter Renfro would offset each other and you put Darren Waller up the seam. That'd be fantastic. Sure. But you, you never know in free and see. Like there's always a surprise. It you know, sounds like he wants to get paid. Like that's, that's all that matters to him. Is it doesn't matter where he goes, it's who's giving him the money. That's so you I mean, like. so you're looking at the teams that have a need and have a ton of cap space. And like we mentioned, it's a, it's the Dolphins, it's the Jaguars. I mean, the Jets, if he's really just searching for a paycheck, they, they could have a spot there that, where the, they need a, a the number Jets one. The Jets could be low-key interesting this year because, remember, they also have two picks in the first round, one at four and the other, I believe, at ten. Yeah, pretty high. So, the, and they're going to get Makai Becton back, too, who missed most of last year. There, they, no, there's a lot of talk now. They're going to re-sign a guy who played for him last year. There's rumors really? on uh, Tony Pauline talking that they're the guy who came in for him. The rumors out of New York are they're really unhappy with Mackay Beckton. Yeah, he might really? he might be shunted to the, they, they to the right side. And they might cut him. He's that gained him. a lot of weight. Or tra- he, they, he can't keep his weight down, and they really like the guy who can't, can't remember his name that came in play left tackle. Yeah, Fant. That the rumor is the rumor right now that come out of the, out of the Senior Bowl is interesting. There's an offer on the table table to extend Fant, and then try to move. Okay. Wow, because he looked great as a rookie. So that's interesting. After really just two and years, that, that, well, that's a big conundrum they're saying is because. He did look really good, but now he just won't. He can't, like Matt said, he can't keep his weight down. Um, kind of like not falling in line, one of those sure. kind of players. And you know how that is. Like if you yeah. can't take coaching, like you can't play in the NFL. Nope, that's true. So that that could be really interesting. But I, I'm low key liking what they're building there. They oh, can yeah. easily add another offensive lineman at four or ten there. Give give a little more protection to Zach Wilson, and you know with with Elijah Moore there and Corey Davis, like that could be. A scary good offense all of a sudden. They get both their big-time free agent linebackers back to sign last year at Mosley. Yep. Yeah, and they, they have the receivers. They signed Corey Davis to a good contract last year. They obviously drafted Elijah Moore there, and they still have Denzel Mims, who they refused to trade under contract. Just Could so be weird. a low-key, uh, tricky spot. Obviously, wherever Devontae Adams goes, um, I think I think we can all say he's probably bulletproof for for his talent-wise when it comes to fantasy football points. One, he'll get paid to be number one. They're going to target him a ton. But the big here too is the big thing here too is like Matt mentioned. What if he goes to the Jaguars? Like, how great is that for Trevor Lawrence? Sure. You know, if he goes to the Raiders, who Derek Carr's already put up a decent, like a solid QB two year. Mm-hmm. Now he gets a guy like Adams to go with Renfro and Waller, a guy who he has a ton of familiarity from Fresno State. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna say the word. Like <laughs> familiarity. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the word I was That's gonna say. One. Thanks for picking me up when I'm down. Got you, buddy. Um, like, what a huge boost. I mean, that would literally potentially, because remember, Devontae Adams brings tons of touchdowns with him, too. Like, he's For just sure. a touchdown scoring machine. Always has been. Always was at Fresno State with Derek Carr, too. That, that was, he led college football in touchdowns coming out. So, that would be a huge boost to anybody he goes to. I would love, like, the moment he signed, if I'm in the Superflex League, Derek Carr's always been an attainable, obtainable quarterback. If he signed there, long-term deal with the Raiders, like, I'm aggressively trying to trade for Derek Carr. Like, well, I might it would be a lot harder then. Would you try to aggressively trade for him now in the hopes that that would happen? Or because the, he, the price is going to go up. He's a low-key goodbye in Superflex as yes. it is um, yes. for value of quarterbacks. And there's a good chance, with all the stuff that McDaniels is saying, like there's a chance he might get extended 
um, as well. So I, yeah, I think it's a good, yeah. and that's the thing. This is why we're doing these shows. Like there's some things to think about. Some guys are like good sells right now or good buys right now for free agency, but it also affects them around them. So like Derek Carr, to me, they have the, they have the cap room. They're ready to compete right away. Um, sure. I think it makes sense that if he doesn't follow Rogers, which again, he's chasing the money. Maybe Denver can't offer that. Cause I do think Rogers goes to Denver. De- I mean, Denver, Denver's another team that has a ton of cap space. Yeah, 40, 40, uh, 40 but, million. But Rogers is going to take a lot of that. If he's there as well, he is. You could and mess with that. You could, you could, you they also have could. a lot of talent at the position. They do. Um, so it's, but they would have to trade for Rogers. They'd have to trade for Rogers. So they would lose. You guarantee Jerry Judy would have to be a part of that deal. You would think, right. Cause they'd want the young guy with a young contract. He'd have to be a part of that deal. So, um, interesting. A lot of go around with Devontae Adams here. I think the biggest thing here is like obviously Adams isn't affected. Is if you start hearing rumblings, I would target that quarterback. Like obviously Trevor Lawrence ain't coming cheap, but like sure. I think Derek. If, he, if there's any rumblings about the Las Vegas Raiders, that's the move. You yep. know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, what, what if he goes? Or same thing. If he goes to the Washington Commanders, that's and another he's sneaky saying, team. Hey, him and Terry McLaurin, like what a sneaky place. They need a receiver, right? What's their is their cap situation? Okay. Yep. They're, yep. They're they're at the thirty million. Thirty million. Yep. You know, and then say, hey, there's rumors that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to go to Washington, sure. and he's going to command the Commanders. You know, hey, him and him and McLaurin and Logan Thomas and Devon Adams. It's a pretty good combo. Antonio Gibson to the moon. Two two other sneaky teams that. Uh, I could see Adams being a little bit petty, potentially. Uh, there's two teams in the north that could also use him in the Bears and Lions. They have the money to do it. If they just back up the Brinks truck, he might be willing to do it. So we'd have to see how that plays out. Yeah, I could see Chicago because they could use With Justin. Um, and, yep. Yeah, they can use Justin Fields. Can make. I mean, Justin Fields, what he's he looked great last year in his opportunities. Uh, Lions and, I don't know. and don't forget Bears Dark Horse. I mean, there there was a coach that came from Green Bay as their new offensive coordinator as well. Right there with the Bears, so that could be you know they could have some sort of relationship. It was the the quarterback coach and the passing game coordinator. So you know you know Adams has some familiarity. Yep. Who's um, next on the list, him. Matt? I'll say okay. So the next guy on the list, we go down to wide receiver twelve from last year. My man, Mike Williams, (laughs) played in 16 games, 129 targets, 76 receptions, 1146 yards and nine touchdowns with his big six foot four frame, 225 pounds of racked up wide receiver muscle. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, finishes wide receiver 12, like Matt said, it's it's finally hits pay dirt. Uh, He turns 28 in October, so he's going to enter the prime in his career. Um, Overall, relatively wide receiver, he's played in all 15 games the last four years. The only, the only season he didn't play in 15 games, at least, was his rookie year. Yep. We played 10. So that's good about him. It, this is interesting, right? Again, you're talking about a, a fifth-year breakout player, a guy who finally steps into his own, becomes a wide receiver one. Was there the kind, does, is he the kind of player, if he gets paid, does he take? You know, does he lose a little bit of motivation? Um, real interested in where he goes. Like, so, so am I. And obviously, they're... Um the Chargers have already come out and said that they want, they see him in their plans, and they've got a ton of money. Oh, I 50, hope so. Fifty-seven point five million. So they're they're number two behind the Dolphins as, as far as cap space next year. So I, I do think you know his light, his most likely scenario is him going back there. I think it's best case scenario. I think that's his most likely and his best case for his value scenario because they finally are using him. 
I think more accordingly um, under this this new regime with with Joe Lombardi as as the offensive coordinator this past year. And let's not forget the the hot start he got off to, and then he got injured, yep. and then he started coming back on towards the end of the season. So I, I I do see him as a guy. I know, like obviously, I'm the guy with the pom poms for Mike Williams. You're a little biased, yeah, I'm a little bit biased. <laughs> um, so, so I mean. Obviously, for me, I think he's a buy, you know, but what do you guys see him as? Because obviously I, I am, like you said, biased. It's it's weird because it, it, he's always been a buy. We've been talking about for five years as a buy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, was, it took us five years to be right. Um, <laughs> so from that standpoint, yeah, I think still a buy. I'm always concerned about players that don't have consistency with what they've shown on the paper. And, and granted, you know, Justin Herbert comes in, he, they use him right, mm-hmm. it all comes together. A player we always believed in, but players that don't have that resume, for example, like there's always a question in the back of my head because I've seen it too many times. Stephen comes to NFL free agency when they switch teams. I wouldn't be sure. I, I wouldn't be concerned if, if we say the Chargers yep. are going to get paid, not at all. But sometimes when you see those switch players, teams, yep. they get paid mostly off that one big year because, again, the real good players don't leave their teams for the right. most part. They don't leave their teams. They get paid, and they're just never that guy ever again. But if he was to go to, like, the Jets, I'd be like, oh, sky's sure. falling. No. Sure. Well, and it's going to be interesting, too, because there's there's some several good, like, top, top-end guys. We're You know, we already talked about Adams. We're going to be talking about a couple other, like, marquee names. And Mike Williams, other than this year, has kind of been in a tier or two below those guys. So how much do teams value this year's production versus other years. But then you also have to factor in, it's a fairly strong wide receiver class once again. Uh-huh. So how much are you going to be willing to pay for a receiver that is about to be, you know, what is he going to be uh, 27 for most of the season? It looks right. like, um, you know, or do you go after Drake London? Do you go after, you know, some of the other players that could fit in a similar mold? So that was something we never got around to with Devonte Adams. What do you guys see Devonte Adams value at you know this at, at these late stage of his career is he still at who well DeAndre Hopkins is the highest paid receiver right uh with his new deal he might he's have making been. over 25 million a year I th- I want to say he is I can look I'm just saying from a from a fantasy standpoint from a dynasty standpoint you're going to pay how many first round draft picks oh. for Devontae Adams not how much he's worth for you know a, a contract if I'm a contender I'm paying two first yeah two first Right. Yeah. So Mike Williams, I think in my in my opinion, he's he's a one first guy, right? Yeah, but you're talking drastically different players. Average per year, DeAndre Hopkins is the highest paid. How much? Twenty seven point two. Yeah. So year. DeAndre Hopkins and Devontae is getting about thirty million a year. Which will be really interesting if Kyler Murray doesn't come back. So that was a weird thing that happened this week, huh? <laughs> yeah. NFL man need that drama. I don't right. know. I I I have I paid a first for Mike Williams last year. Before he even broke out. So, so did I. Yeah. I paid a first for him happily. It was a 23 first, too. Yeah. I didn't even care. And now, obviously, I paid out because he was a wide receiver one. But I have no problem paying a first. And I think I think with the, the stigma of that 23 class, I think that 23 first, when you, as soon as you say, hey, I'll give you a 23 first, like, doesn't even know, matter where it goes. Yeah. It, it makes the needle move. I got Alvin Kamara for a 23 first today. Oh, wow. A late 23 first. Probably because of the news. Because of the news. And the the guy said, he's like, I probably pulled the trigger too quick. Um, It's probably not the best trade I made. He's like, but I'm legit worried. And I wrote back. to not be stuck on the back. And I was like, dude, I have no worry about Alvin Kamara punching some dude in the face. Great. I'm not advocating that. I'm just saying about him not playing NFL anymore. Like, he's, he'll be fine. 
there's a lot ton of players in the NFL that have done much worse. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, a 23 first moved the needle. You know what I mean? In the Superflex yeah. League. So to me, if you offer a 23 first for Mike Williams, I think that gets it done eight out of 10 times. Yeah. I'm struggling with, am I, am I dumb that I don't know that I would accept that? What? I almost think I would rather have the 23 first. I'll take Kamara. He's 23. No, no, no not Kamara. Mike Williams, I'm talking about. Oh, you're other 23 first? No, I don't think you're dumb. I think it's fair. I think, I'm sure I think anytime you one. talk, here's the, thing, here's the deal. I think anytime you talk fair value, mm-hmm. it's going to be 50 50 trades. Sure. It's like when you put up a trade on Twitter, right. you hope that the response is 50 50. Because then you know it's, it's a pretty a, even, deal. A pretty even uh, trade. Yeah. So I think if me and Matt say, yeah, I want 23 first, and you're like, nah, I, I don't know. Because I'm torn it, on it because I, I see the upside in the ceiling, but I also know that there's crazy upside in ceiling in this class too. Would I rather just have like the younger upside and ceiling than the older upside and ceiling? I think that's kind of where but I you're came only, out. But you're only trading mind. for here's the, here's the thing though, Garrett. You're only trading for Mike Williams. Any of these players here are obviously past age limit besides Chris Godwin. Um, he's got he's 28 years old. You're only trading for him if you're a contender. I got some right. recent trades here in so, the trade browser. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Those in a second. Those Give me one more second though. All right. Um, one. So if you're trading for him. You know what I mean? You're a contender. Right. And you're talking about a first, not even this year, next year. Like, right. I'll worry about that later. If if I need a receiver help and I'm getting a wide receiver one this year, and say even slip, and I'm bringing him to be my wide receiver three, for example, I'm already a contender. So my team's already legit. Sure. If I'm bringing Mike Williams to be my wide receiver three, which I think is a perfect role for him. I've always thought that. Me He's, too. As yep. your wide receiver three on your team as a contender. He should, he should never, as much as I love him, he should never be your centerpiece or probably your number two. If you're, if you're serious about contending, he's probably your third guy. Yeah, so mm-hmm. if you can get him for a first, a late first that's two years down the road, which I still have time to recoup, if I even want to try and recoup, like I, I'm trying to win. Like I think he's a great value. So, again, I'm not looking – like no. I understand your point. Like well, I would say the young guy, but if I'm a contender. I'm worried about the 2022 season. I do worry about Josh Palmer a little bit too. He looked pretty good. <laughs> so, look pretty good. I looked at Josh Palmer this. I guess how many yards he got? How many? It's three, yeah. 353. It was ridiculous. Just like college. 400 yard Josh Pearl Palmer. Yeah, <laughs> just like just mark it down next year. It's gonna be like 405 or something stupid. Because <laughs> he'll, sl- he'll slightly get better, and that'll be it. What's some I, trades for Mike Williams? I'm interested. in this. So we have a couple that are very similar. We got Mike Williams for a 2023 first and a 2023 second. Okay. Okay. Oh. So, and then Mike Williams for a 2022 first and a 2022 second. Okay. And then we have a juicy one here. Mike Williams for a 20, for two 2022 firsts for Justin Jefferson. Mike Williams and 2020 and two firsts for Justin Jefferson. Man, I hope one of those 22 firsts is one, one. (laughs) Yeah. Matt, Matt, that's gotta be a tough call for you. It's like it's like you know it's the two pulling, greatest it's things pulling my heart in yeah. two different directions. I can't make that call, <laughs> dude. You have to choosing your wife or your child. Like good <laughs> luck for you to get Jamar. If I own now, look, granted, I'm in 19 dynasty leagues. I have neither one of these players. It's amazing, and I've tried to get both, and I nobody everybody's telling me to kick rocks, which I understand. For you to trade Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson, if I had them, for you to get them away from me. You would have to pay such a gross overpay. People are like, have you ever played Dynasty before? Like, <laughs> they're just not, like, there's no, you're not giving me draft picks back for those players. You know what I mean? Like, right. you're not, with, the, with them being so young. And, and, and Mike Williams is a nice add in with those two firsts, but like, it better be Mike Williams, two firsts with both of them being top six. And you better be talking like, I'm on Ross A. Brown. Uh, like, I want more young guys in there too. And then even then, I'm like, what am I doing here? I mean, 
You just can't put a it's price tough. tag on a 22-year-old superstar. A 22-year-old, 21-year-old guy that are going to be top five fantasy receivers for the next eight to ten years. Like, you just can't. That is worth its waste weight in dynasty waste. gold. You know what I mean? Inner waste line. Too much what yes. you eat. If you eat a lot of donuts, that's a lot of value. So, to me, that trade for Mike Williams is like, nah, kick rocks. Like I, and I like Mike Williams. But you do. Yep. Running back, all day. I'll make those trades all day. I sold DeAndre Swift yesterday. Or Did a couple you? days ago. Yeah, three first. I would have I done that too. Yeah. He wasn't happy about it when he... Realize it six hours later. He asked me to reverse it, but, you know, stuff happens. Um, there are some other things in that deal. Don't yeah. make it sound like it was just that. Or and I wasn't it. the person. No, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the person. Super flex league. I got one five, two twenty three first. One All of them right. might be in my back. So pretty good. Nice. Um, so Mike Williams, we two buys, one. I'd rather have the 23 first. Yeah. All okay. Right. Cool. All right. So the next guy down the list, wide receiver 15 from last year. Um Chris Godwin, 25 years old. He's actually wide receiver eight on a points per game basis, yeah, uh, but only played in 14 games, 127 targets, 98 receptions, 1,103 yards, and five touchdowns. Yeah, which is a career high too for him. His previous career high was 86 receptions, so he comes into the year with 98 and obviously only played 15 weeks. And if you look at him, weeks one through 15, which is what he played, he was wide receiver six overall in PPR leagues. In 2020, he only played two games prior to week six. He was kind of all banged up. Weeks six through 17 with the bye and missing week eight, he was wide receiver 19. And with like a broken hand for part of it, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, and he's still Mm -hmm. wide receiver 19. In 2019, he missed the last two games of the year. So weeks one through 15, he was wide receiver two. Still finished the year as wide receiver two on a year. That was the Michael Thomas year. We had tons of receptions. 2018, which was his sophomore season, he was wide receiver 27. Only 26 years old, turns 27 here next, this month. So he'll be 27 no, years old. No, he's, no, tw- he's 26. He's, yeah, he's 20. Tw- he's 25. I'm right sorry. Now. I read his birthday is February 27. You're good. So he's 25, turns 26, February 27. <laughs> yeah, he's a young pup. I have it in big, in my notes. It's real. It big. is really big for it's your really old big. eyes. It's all capital <laughs> letters. I ain't got old eyes. Um, to me, I can make an argument that this is the number one receiver we're talking about for a buy for a dynasty team. Obviously, Devontae Adams is. Great, sure. but for I, lo- for five more years, I agree. Yep, Chris Odd, Chris, Chris Godwin could be the number one guy we're talking about here in free agency. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna get paid. I know he tore his ACL; can take a little bit of time. Maybe he's not even ready for the twenty twenty two season. He's gonna get paid. He'll be the number one player on that team. Um, I have the Patriots written down as a as a favorite place of mine. I know they went hard after Odell Beckham. Maybe Odell Beckham goes there. I'm re- like to me. He has shown me enough on tape year in and year out. He's a bona fide number one receiver. Mm-hmm. A guy that was getting it done with Mike Evans there the whole entire time. Mike Evans was getting it done the whole time. Um, put up thousand yard receivers. Me and my son were talking the other day. We're like, who are going to be, who are first ballot Hall of Famers right now playing the NFL? So me and my nine year old son were kind of going back and forth with players we thought. Mm-hmm. At the end, I was like, dude, I was like, it was a sneaky guy. That's probably good. That if he keeps going at this pace, will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I was like, Mike Evans. I was like, he's not appreciated as much in Dynasty. I was like, he, he, but in NFL-wise, like he's doing things that's never been done before. Like He's been up 1,000 yards years every the, single the year. The hardest part every about it is, year, yeah. is the log jam at wide receiver to get into the hall. Like Even T.O. wasn't first bat. And, and I told him that. Yeah. And I was like, listen, I was like, for a wide receiver to get in, it's hard. I was like, so he's probably not. Like, that's why he probably won't be a first ballot. Right. But I think he'll I get like, in. I was like, if he keeps his pace, like he's going to finish Just like, with crazy stat lines. So, he'll have to do it for a couple more years, too. 
Do you think Chris Godwin's bulletproof, Garrett? Like, do you think he's somebody that, like, wherever he goes, you're going to be pleasantly surprised? Do you think the ACL tear holds value? Where are you at with Chris Godwin right now? Like, and what do you, and what do you what do you personally think the price tag is? Yeah, I'm I'm still on board with Chris Godwin. I'm interested to see where he lands because he is another one that I I could see chasing a big paycheck. Uh, and there's a lot of teams that have the ability to do it that could use someone like him. One of the first ones that jump out to me are the Colts. I think he would be a great fit there. There was rumor that there was some interest there last year before he was franchise tagged. So that's one that I could absolutely see. Uh, you know, we mentioned the Jets as a possibility. The Commanders could could potentially be on that list. Um, so Jaguars. Jaguars could easily be on that list. Um, Mike, uh, we mentioned Miami earlier, too. That's another one that. So I, I could see him going to one of these scenarios, but a lot of those aren't necessarily sexy fantasy locations. Uh, potentially, but I still think that he's going to get enough of a target share wherever he goes that even though I'm not necessarily confident he would still be a wide receiver one, I feel pretty confident that he would still be a wide receiver two. And I have a guy that I think could be a top 20 guy for the next four seasons. I feel pretty good paying, you know, we talked about two first. That's that's probably about what I would want to pay for Chris Godwin. Yeah, and I think, I think too, when people, they throw that two first kind of thing out the window, like, like, oh, that's so much. Well, like, I, the way I look at it is, like, well, one first automatically just goes to replace the player. Replace the guy, yep. So, you're like, that's why I hate the one first for, like, a good, like, same thing, like, the Kamara trade. Like, oh, I don't know about the late 23 first. Um, I'm like, well, I'll just take a, I can't get a good running back there at 26 for the late first. I'll just gamble. Like, I'd gamble on that. I'd, I'd gamble on a running back, like, in the first any time. We all do. Right. I mean, right. any running back gets drafted in the second round that was a, a mid-second round pick before draft, and they, you know, a guy, or they trade up for him, a guy like Trey Sermon, all of a sudden people are, like, popping oh, yeah. popping bottles. Like, I got to draft him. I'm like, oh, why don't you just draft Elijah Mitchell? Um, so, to me, I think Chris Godwin is easily, I I personally think he's worth more than two firsts. He, he might be, and I, I would be, I would probably, I don't think I could get to three. I think that would no, be an overpay. it'd be a player. But, but yeah, a player or maybe like a second round pick thrown in, like I could be talked into something like that. Yeah, like two firsts, two seconds. Like one of those kind of, like that would probably be like my tippy top max. For sure. Yeah. I, but I would be willing to pay if I'm a contender again, because mm-hmm. if I'm rebuilding, I, I need all that draft capital. You know, one player's not making a difference. Is there a scenario where th- this is the the trickiest part of this whole equation? Because we have to remember before he was with Jameis Winston, and even though Winston wasn't a great uh, actual quarterback, he was a great fantasy quarterback. Oh, yeah. And then he went to one of the greatest quarterbacks, actually, sorry, the greatest quarterback of all time in Tom Brady. <laughs> We've only ever seen him with fantasy goodness. You know, is there a situation that he could go to that is going to be better or even equivalent to what he's had recently? And I don't I think it's unlikely that there's a spot because most of those teams where you would be like, oh, yeah, it'd be awesome there. All of them have 10 million or less in in cap room available for next year. So I can't I don't see a situation where it gets equal or better. That's the only tricky part of this. Well, I, I think a player of his stature when it goes to certain situations is one of he goes to a place that's not as good, maybe say the Bears, who literally only have like Darnell Mooney under contract. Right. The Lions, who pretty much just have Amon Ross St. Brown under mm-hmm. contract. Like he's and, gonna be he's and gonna be both fun of those targets. Are, both of those would be quarterback downgrades though. To to Garrett's point. Right. Well, I think Detroit would be. They keep golf. I, I think. I mean, obviously, well, everything's a downgrade compared to compared Tom to Brady, Brady and Winston. I think that's um, the tricky part. Is like unless you're getting 
Mahomes, Rogers, you know, one of those, even Justin Herbert, that that's the only one that has the cap room, them and the Bengals, but I don't, neither one of those need receivers. Listen, right. man, targets right. equal fancy points, receptions equal fancy points. Sure. You don't have to be a good quarterback to get that. I mean, again, a, a prime example is what over the last half of the season, what was Amon, Amon Ross St. Brown? Oh, yeah, he was. He's a top three fancy. He was receiver, amazing. Right. So he's a top three fancy receiver with mm. arguably, arguably a top five, bottom five worst quarterback in the league. Why? Because I'm on Ross St. Brown was heavily targeted in the number one looking at offense. Where Chris Godwin will go, sure. he's 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 better than I'm on Ron St. Brown. So yes, if I'm on, if I'm on was a top three fans receiver there, well Chris Godwin sure as heck could be a top three fans receiver there. So to me, I don't worry about it. I would offset that with he had so much around him. He had Lenny, like you know, you know Lombardi, Lenny. He had Mike Evans. So like, sure. if you if he goes in a situation with the worst quarterback, he's most likely to gain some talent away from him as well. So it opens up more for him as well. So stuff like that doesn't worry me. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, and yeah. he would, and then he would make that quarterback better, or he made that player sure. better because some players too are just bad. Like, yeah, Jared Goff's pretty bad. Like. For, but at the same time, what's fair to Jared Goff when he had nobody to throw the football to last year? Yeah, and, and he actually performed decently well over the second half of the season. It wasn't and, horrendous, but yeah. like in the eyes of the NFL, he, he was terrible. Same thing, Derek Carr, we were talking about him earlier getting a huge boost. Like He was a pretty solid fantasy quarterback mm-hmm. last year. If he gets Adams, we're all going from 6 to midnight. You know what sure. I mean? So it's like we need these players to make everybody better. If Chris Godwin goes to the Jaguars, so they have like $60 million in caps. If mm-hmm. Devontae goes there, if anybody goes there – Trevor Lawrence now, who already is a dynasty darling, gets a huge bump just because he right. has somebody more to catch. He that's guaranteed to catch the football and then do something with it as well. They're not going to be Austin Hooper catch the fo- uh, ball, fall over, hit that thing around your neck that says you got to call nine one one and get <laughs> life alert. Up. Yeah, life alert. <laughs> Help! I'm Austin Hooper. I broke my hipper. So yeah, yeah, no, no bueno. So I think Chris Godwin to me is worth easily more than two first, Matt. I mean, what, what do you think here? I mean, would you pay? Two first, two seconds for Godwin if you're a contender. Like my my initial thought was obviously it's at least two firsts. Um, so it's definitely more. It's at least that. Um, so yeah, I, I think I would. The two seconds is a bit much. Okay, reverse. Okay, reverse. But, uh, but, it. You uh, own Godwin. I own sure. Godwin in a couple of leagues. Sure. If anybody says, "Hey, I'll give you two first for Chris Godwin," I'm like, uh, "Bruh, I need some more." Yeah. Like I need. Some, no, that's they, a good point. And they're like, "Hey, well, I'll give you two seconds too." Honestly, even then, I'm like, oh, those are a little later seconds. Like, keep the seconds. Give me this player. And even then, I'm like, uh, some people, I think a problem in Dynasty, personally, I think some, too many people fall in love with that draft capital scenario. And they're like, hey, I'll give you two first. Like, it's two first. I, my brain works different. I'm immediately going, well, with one of those first, I got to replace Chris Godwin. Sure. That's not likely not going to happen. And so, yeah, so now I have this extra first. Like, we're going to fill this hole. To me, I need more for a player of Godwin who's going to turn 26 this month. Like I need more. That's dynasty gold. And again, I'm not a San Francisco 49er. I'm not there panning all day to find this gold for nothing. You know what I mean? So if you're in rebuild mode and you, Chris Godwin was your best player and the best offer you could get was two firsts and two seconds, you'd be like, eh, you need it. If I'm in rebuild mode, which again, I think I think he's young enough. You could kind of actually use him as a cornerstone. But if I'm in rebuild mode and I want to now, all of a sudden I have three firsts because I'm getting two firsts for that scenario. I guess in most case you would. I would. That's the best offer I can get. We've talked about this on the podcast. Sure. Like when you're in rebuild mode, you put offer in there, and then at the best, the best you can get, and you really want all the draft catable, That's the best you can get. 
Sure. That's the best you can get. Yeah. But it's sometimes just, you just have to make those kind of movies. I guess is my point. And, and you I, made it sound like you, you would, that. you never would like the two seconds. It wasn't enough to do anything. That's, so you said the most I would, but pick? you just sold Deon, that's, uh, that's the least I would take Deandre Sw- uh, Swift here for a three first. And you were out the door, you know, and it, and it was, it was, De- it was Swift. It was Sony or, Michelle, Sony and, Michelle Smith. and her Smith. But so. the guy started off with two first and two seconds. And I was like, absolutely not. Like I'm not selling Deandre Swift for two seconds because literally one of those picks, I got to take a running back right. and now I just have another first and now I'm going up a top three dynasty running back. I was like, no, I was like, and I told the guy back, I was like, listen for a guy, because he didn't want to pay the three first. I was like, this, these are the facts when you play Dynasty Fantasy Football. When you want a player of that stature, and definitely Swift, who's only done it for a year. You know, it's right. easier for me. All run extra for sale. But if you want a guy of that stature, who's going first round Dynasty startup, top 16, mm-hmm. I was like, the facts are the facts. You don't pay fair value. You overpay. Because I'm taking all the risk with the draft picks. Like, right. Draft picks do not guarantee you're getting a good player back. Nope. And we have been very spoiled these past couple of years, too. It might get lean here, though. It, it, it could. <laughs> it could. This could be a lean year. We'll have to see how it plays. And there's there's still players I like. There's still, I think, some value to be had. But the past two, three seasons have been bountiful. But let's not forget the two or three years before that, which were you had like two three guys from a class that you ended up liking. And then that was about it. So it, it can be, it can be hit or miss at times. That's why for Godwin, like I keep the two seconds. I think, I think good value for Godwin is two first and like, I'm not even saying I'm on St. Brown. Cause that's like, to me, that's a little bit of an overpay. Um, but I want a player back that I could believe, you know, a guy that has some upside. I'm looking at, at the trade browser tool for uh, Chris Godwin right now. And I think, I mean, it seems like he's cheap just by looking at really? what's really? been happening. Because yeah, ACL I mean, injury? It, I was going to say, the ACL might be might be factoring in on Dude, that. Like he's, well, and where he could end up. Chris Godwin and Dawson Knox for James Conner and George Kittle. I wonder if it's a premium or not. Yeah. Okay. These are all super flex leagues. Okay. Um, Chris Godwin for Dawson Knox, a 2023 second, and Travis Etienne. Okay. <laughs> Take Godwin. Chris Godwin and Madison for T. Higgins a second in 2024, and a third in 2023. Okay. <laughs> I like T. Higgins a lot, but yeah. It's Marcus yeah, I would Brown, still take Godwin there, yeah. A second in 2024 and a first this year for Chris Godwin and a first this year. I mean, those are the first four trades, and it just keeps going on with, uh, in my opinion, just like the values leaning way on Chris so, Godwin's. So maybe just I give mean, him to two first straight up. It's looking like a good buy low. contender, yeah. So that makes him seem like a buy low. That's why you, you – and that's that's – you know, when you join the NerdHerd, this is one of the tools you get is mm-hmm. a trade finder. Another great perk because when you're going to make a trade, before you go make that trade, you go see real trades that have been made in Sleeper and My Fantasy League and FFPC. All these are, you know, trade uh, places we pull trades from to see, like, oh, I'm going to offer two first. Well, huh, nobody else, all these trades, he hasn't gone for two first. Maybe I could offer first a third in Marquise Brown. <laughs> yeah, and it gets sure. it done. Because sometimes you just never know. When I made that trade today for Alvin Kamara, and the guy's like, listen, man, I'm selling Kamara. Throw your offers in. I don't know if you get. I was like, I'll throw this late twenty three first in. It probably. I'm like, I wouldn't trade Kamara for a first. Maybe it probably won't get it done. And then I woke up today and the trade was accepted. I was like, oh, bless my soul. Bless so, my soul, indeed. You never know. Before going to the next guy, you know, um, sometimes we make these trades. You're making bets, like you're taking gambles here, and you got like, hey, I'm gonna risk it for the biscuit. And sometimes they pan out, and sometimes you're Love like, biscuits. 
I do too with some honey on them. Oh, <sighs> a great segue. Oh. Dude, my mouth just started watering. Thank you. <laughs> so to do this, you know, you got you got you got to take some bets, and there's no better place place to make a bet for real cash or credits, whatever you want to bet, than my bookie. And right now, at my bookie, if your actions NFL, you're you only got one more game to bet. No, Uno, one more game to bet. I on my bookie. I'm just letting you know because I've been talking about bets lately. I took the Cincinnati money line. I took the oh, Cincinnati. you teased something, didn't you? I took the, you I, know I, he teased. You know he teased. I, I, Is there oh. any way to even tease when there was only one game? Yeah, you can. I, I teased. Te- I teased. I teased the Bengals any over. I took <laughs> the Bengals any over. I teased that up. Such um, a teaser. And then I uh, and I just took the Bengals with the points. Like I just I like the Bengals this week. You're all in, baby. The only concern that I have is Aaron Donald absolutely destroying Joe Burrow on a regular basis. Besides that, they can somehow figure out a way to contain Aaron Donald to half of his production. Run right at him. They might be okay. I think Joe Mixon's a huge uh, factor there. Yep. Um, but that's my bookie, you know. And they have they have table games. They have you know March Madness is coming up. You know, a lot of you guys like March Madness. Me, yeah. not so much. I watched the the one versus sixteen seeds when they're close. That's about it. Never filled out a bracket. Me and Matt both. High five. You guys have five. never filled out a bracket? Yeah, never. we're talking about it every single year. We've never filled out a bracket. We're 42 years old. We don't fill out brackets. Never have. That has never nothing will. to do with filling out brackets. No, the point now is now it's just, now it's personal. <laughs> well, it's like, why don't you fill out a bracket? I was like, because I've never done one, and now I'm just like. You're going to bet on the games, though, right? Do you guys, no. do you guys like hate, Come on. hate I'll, Joy, I'll send too? You the picks. No. I'll send no, you picks. I love Joy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I now the point is like March Madness. Because now when you say I, I never, it. I never done it, people are like, "You've never filled out a bracket." Like, no. The, the first weekend of March Madness is one of the most the fun best. weekends in sports. First, it takes over first everything. Round. All I want to oh, do gosh. is grind football tape yeah. and prospect watch. Yeah, I have and to do. March Madness. See, is I'm already, done. I'm already done basically. So I'm good. I got free. Yeah, time. same. Yeah, it's Debbie guys. <laughs> All right, first half underdogs. March Madness in the first round. Okay. First half underdog lines. Right. Take I them. I don't even know what that means, underdog. but sure. <laughs> hey, you can <laughs> win money, but you don't even have to watch the game and you can win money. I don't bet on sports yes. I don't know. Yeah. So You literally you know, talked about betting on like cricket last week. Yeah, Not if you ever me, watch my friends oh, out here. That like, okay. They have gambling you know, things. They just have to get that action. Your I friends have, from India. I have friends that need that action, right? They need it. So England, they play that in England. Yeah, it's just the first one that came Sure. So if you want that action, Marsh Madness, NBA, all this, our friends at MyBookie are going to hook you up. Use that promo code NERDS. They're going to give you double your deposit, straight cash, immediately, instantaneous. Like, hey, I'm going to put 100 bucks on. Uh, I'm with Rich. I'm putting 100 bucks on the Cincinnati Money Line. Tease it, tease I'm going to my, I'm going to my bookie, uh, MyBookie.ag, or download the app. I'm going to put in the promo code NERDS. I'm going to put 100 bucks in there for the Money Line. Boom, I deposit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. My account says I have 200 bucks. I'm putting $200 on Money Line. Now, all of a sudden, you're cruising the streets of Miami in a Ferrari, uh, doing whatever you want, eating ice cream, dropping on the seats. It doesn't matter. You buy new seats because you're so successful <laughs> taking my bets at my bookie. Check them out. Promo code NERDS. Oh, man. If you have that kind of money, another place that you can go look is predictionstrike.com. You can go buy stocks of players just like the stock markets. Uh, buy, sell, trade, whatever you want to do there. You can do it. They have a fantastic app for iOS. And I don't know about you guys. Maybe it's just because of what I'm interested in and whatnot. But I'm starting to see Prediction Strike ads pop up all over the place. Uh Like this this is a company that I think is uh, on the the upswing here. So uh, if you want to get in before all your friends, before they know about all of this stuff, you can get in on Prediction Strike 
Dynasty.com. Use promo code Dynasty to receive a free share with your first deposit of $20 or more. That's promo code Dynasty. For, with your first deposit of $20 or more, you get that free player share. And listen, we've been promoting uh, them for a while now. A long time, yeah. And what we've learned here, the best time for prediction strike to buy is the offseason. Yes. Mm-hmm. The prices don't move in the offseason. So find the value. Find uh, everybody we talk about all year. Find that, but we'll find it for you. Find a couple of players that had like bad last games, last uh, couple games. Yeah. I bet I just, I'm, uh, Chris Godwin might be a good one, right? Maybe J.K. Mm-hmm. Dobbins. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just drafted him in a startup. Prediction strike. All right, more wide receivers. Feed him to me. All right. So the next guy on the list was wide receiver twenty six last year. He is twenty five years old. Christian Kirk is the name he played in all 17 games 103 receptions or 103 targets rather 77 receptions <laughs> 982 yards and five touchdowns now after after christian kirk i think there's two names that probably will not be next in order on the list but i want to make sure that we get them because i think they're bigger names than who will be left okay well it's not I'm hard to be a bigger name there. than christian kirk and christian kirk <laughs> holds a lot of weight you know what i mean like i said wide receiver 26 last year average 12.2 points per game Ended the year really well when DeAndre Hopkins went out. So DeAndre Hopkins went out week 14, weeks 15 through 18. Kirk was wide receiver 14 overall. Just one to me, I view Kirk as just a complimentary player. Yep. Um, a very solid NFL player. Never going to be consistent enough. Never going to be the number one guy or move the needle enough to be on my wire, on my dynasty team. To me, he's not a championship caliber player. Like last year, the last couple of weeks, he could have been your wide receiver three and you would have won championship. But to me, I don't look. I don't look at that as a uh, a stable si- situation. Like I, to me, he's a sell. Um, if he goes somewhere like we mentioned earlier, like the Bears, right? That need a receiver. If he goes to one of these wide receiver teams, even like the the uh, Lions. If he if he's a player that goes to one of these teams, I can see him kind of being slightly overpaid. Mm-hmm. When you see that contract, you're like, "Whoa, Kirk's getting sixteen million dollars a year!" Like you see it all the time. You're like suckers, and guess what? Right, we're always right. He just seems like one of those players to me that he's more of a wide receiver three than a wide receiver two. Real quick segue. We'll go right back to this. But when you said suckers like that, it reminded me somebody tweeted at Matt Flynn the other day. They're like, hey, do you remember when uh, the Seattle uh, Seahawks paid you all that money? And he, <laughs> and he quote tweeted and he was like, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I didn't see that. He's like, yeah, that was. <laughs> I was dying. I could see that being Christian Kirk. That could be Christian Kirk. Yeah, was all that time. was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> that was a great tweet tweet. I saw it too. I got those fools. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. So he, he's a slot. He's a slot receiver. Um Again, he had career highs last year, too. Coming out, like, same thing we were kind of worried about Mike Williams. I, these kind of players worry me. Career high with the 77 receptions and 984 yards. I could see him fall into that same role and kind of fall into that. Maybe if, if the injuries fall out right, but the, this depth of talent at wide receiver, those kind of numbers in 18-game season, to me, is more of like a mid-range to high-end wide receiver three. Which again, we preach all the time, like wide receiver threes hold value. You could, sure. you could you could win championships with those players if the rest of your team is strong. But we just mentioned before, like Mike Williams' ideal wide receiver three sure. for a championship mm-hmm. caliber team. I would I would hold on if I own Kirk right now, I would be looking as soon as he signs for that contract, I would just be looking to get out. Because to me, maybe his ceiling he finishes as a mid-range wide receiver two. Maybe his ultimate ceiling is kind of how he finished the year as wide receiver fourteen. 
I think there's a possible. Kirk was not end, end of the season. End of the season. Oh, when I Hop- was like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. No. Just the chunk. Just the chunk of the end, not yeah. like yeah. end of like. When Hopkins was officially out. Got it, So got from it, weeks got it. 15 bad. through 18 is wide receiver 14, where he's pretty much the main sure, guy. Sure, sure, sure. Because even before that, uh, Hopkins had two receptions, two receptions. From that point, the two previous games, he was wide receiver 26. Like gotcha. right around there. I think he got a slight uptick as wide receiver 25, which is crazy. Even Hopkins limited. For that, for a while, he was limited. He was only mm-hmm. catching two balls. Kirk was still only wide receiver twenty five. He finished years twenty six, but he only saw a slight upkick there. Where between those weeks, even if I tried to like break it down, like and I narrow it down, when Hopkins games, was still in the game, but he was injured. Is that he what was, you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, he was still, still only like wide receiver twenty five. So it took Hopkins to be completely out and limited from the process to be wide receiver fourteen. I think if he signs a good long-term contract, there might be some kind of window you could finagle a first from somebody for Kirk. Like, I think that win- I think that window might open up slightly. And if it does, I'm just jumping through it completely. I would either a first when he signs there for him or a player that I like, a, a young guy that I'm excited about. Like, can I turn, he signs a big contract, can I sign him for Elijah Moore? You know what I mean? Like, can Oof, I, if you can, I mean, I would do that under the bank. I mean, I do that hundred percent. Can I give him in a second for like, you know, I mean, some, but something along those sure. lines is what I'd be entertaining because that's what happens for some, for some people that don't listen to dynasty podcast or put the sure. time in every league has those players in there. They don't put as much time in it when they do the, when they do the rookie draft, they're literally drafting off the NFL draft board, right? Like right. whatever that player went in order in the NFL draft is what they're drafting. There's all sure. those players in the leagues. Yep. It, it's easy. Sometimes like you see on Twitter, like, Oh, what a bad trade. Some of us are consumed with dynasty fantasy football because we yeah, love we the game so much. So we put so much time into it. We're scouting our own rookies. We're listening to podcasts. So it's easy for us to go, oh, you know, what a bad trade. But for so, a lot of players out there, I would say a, at least a minimum with a third of the people that play dynasty. So tens of thousands of people. When a player like Kirk goes out and signs a contract sure. for $15, $16 million a year, that's going to move the needle for some players. And then especially if he signs for a player like the Bears and say Joe Joe Blow in your league is a huge Bears fan, right? right. Things like that play and they hold weight. Ditka. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know, Matt, like that stuff holds weight in Dynasty Leagues. You, know, for, you and I have does. been playing Dynasty for... Oh, shit, almost going close. Let's almost not, let's not too long. tell people how old we're almost legal to drink. <laughs> um, so to me, like that holds weight. So like when you, when it seems like, so when we say it's crazy for you to trade Christian Kirk for Elijah Moore, when Elijah Moore really didn't do much early on, he looked pretty good, but he said he didn't do much. I think there's windows out there. Not for the savvy play. Like nobody, none of us are doing it. Sure. But I think there might be a window out there in some leagues that you might, if he signs a contract that we're talking about, mm-hmm. that you can make a move like that. Maybe even a Rashad Bateman. Like something along, the, something that we would think is crazy, you can make that move. That's what I personally believe. Yeah, if, if, if that is the case, absolutely. But I'm not even, I'm not even like, if that works, cool. But if you want to give me a second, especially like mid to high second for him right now, I'll, I'll gladly trade him. Oh yeah, be yeah, I'll gladly be like, okay, and and I don't have to worry about you know any of the rest of it. Just take him. He's never had great touchdown production, so he's going to be counting on volume. And I just don't know that he's a talented enough wide receiver to get tons and tons and tons of volume. Because even even this past season, he had uh, what was it? One hundred and three targets. One hundred and three targets. Seventy seven receptions was a lot. Still didn't break a thousand yards. Still didn't break a thousand yards even with that. So not high touchdown production. He's not crazy on the yardage. Like he, he's, 
not he's not a jag, but he's not far removed from that. Oh no, I've, he's a guy that's gonna live. He's gonna live in that wide receiver three realm, even if he goes to another uh, place and, sure. and has a slightly better position than he did here, where he right. was second or third fiddle, I guess. Sure. Um, you know, because AJ Green was there and DeAndre Hopkins mm-hmm. and himself, so they're kind of. He was most likely the third option in that offense. So even if he got a bump to be the second option, and which he was the year before, sure, and, and you're still looking at wide receiver three numbers, most likely. Um, so he's not a, I don't, like you said, Rich, he's not a championship caliber player. He's a guy that, Hey, if you have him on your bench and you got really good players, sure. You might play him on a bye week here and there, but on a championship team, but that's the only time you'd ever really use him. now yeah. real quick before and one, one more thing on Kirk for me. Real okay. Quick All right. Is it, it always, when I have players too, when I'm, it always goes back to the tape. This was a player that a lot of players, people gave in the community a first round grade to. And I remember, and I always remember Kirk for this. I remember a lot of these players, like, I just don't get it. Like, I just don't. I, if you go back and listen to the Nice Nerds podcast, old ones, when it comes to Kirk Meyer breakdowns, like, I just don't get the hype. Like, he, uh, I think I might have even said, like, he just looks like someone could be like a wide receiver three at best. Like, I just don't see what everybody loves about Because people loved Christian Kirk coming out. Sure. I just didn't get it. So, go on. Um, all right. So, three guys that I want to make sure, because I know we're running low on time. I want to make sure we cover. I don't know where they are on your list. We've got about 10 but, minutes or so. But Allen Robinson. Absolutely. Odell Beckham Odell. And, and Juju. I know none of them scored very high this past sure. season. And Michael Gallup. So, I wanted to make sure that we we. So, let's tighten up. How about we tighten up on some of these guys? Too? Tighten so up. We'll give them tighten like up. All right. We'll do, we'll, we'll do rapid fire here. Odell Beckham, wide receiver 55 last year on, on the whole, obviously. Um, much different, I think, wide receiver 27 since signing with the Rams in week okay. 10. Um, he played in 14 games, 82 targets, 44 receptions, 537 yards, and five touchdowns. He's 29 years old. Uh, I, I don't count that first week he was with the Rams because okay. then they were on by. So I say from week 12 to 18, he was wide receiver 22. Okay. I just don't count that first week. Sure. Um, I just... You know, you could pick any point in time if you want to be arbitrary about it. I just, I, as, soon I, as, I, as soon as he went to the Rams, he had a good playoffs too. Yeah, he, has. he had really good playoffs. Are you counting that? No, no, no. Just no, weeks no. one, twelve through eighteen is wide receiver two. I just that first week game in, like he literally played right away. Remember, it was like he got traded. Yes. He played right away. Yep. And like, oh, I wonder if they're going to wait for he the. He didn't get buy. traded. He got cut and then signed. Cut and signed. Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry. So and he played right away. So mm-hmm. I just so to me that that first game I'm kind of using it as a wash mm-hmm. game. Um, some of his routes were off on that. They didn't have communication. And they had a buy. So. When you go through that, you can have the bye week. That's I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm messing with you, man. I'm, I'm messing back, <laughs> son. Um, what a mess. I don't know about you guys, but I'm buying OBJ. Yeah, like, I, I was um, very much so. Like uh, earlier in the year, I said, sell him for a second. Who gives a crap? I've yeah, kind of come. I do remember that. I was me, like, send me the offer right now. <laughs> accept it right now. Okay. I did on the show. I send the offer on the show. And then I didn't accept. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Mr. Too Big for his bridges. And they went out and won the league. No, no. Uh, early one league. I, yeah, I, I was in the championship, but I lost. That's what you do. That's what you give right that now. is what I get. Be an Indian giver, secondhand liar. <laughs> what side do you like? Odell Beckham for Calvin Ridley? Oh, Calvin Ridley, Ridley all day. Yeah. He's another huge massive That's a, that's buy. a trade that just went down. I'm saying he's going to get moved. So, yeah, oh, yeah, Calvin Ridley. So, for the right price and for the, because he's 29 years old, he, he, it's not a guy that you're going to be obviously trading for unless he is, you know, you're in a contender situation. So, uh, first round draft pick, right? I mean, yep. easy slam dunk for Odell right now. A late 22 first, absolutely. Yeah. Which, no wh- which, uh, which guy, they're about similar points in their career, Brandon Cooks or OBJ, who would you rather have? I would pay equally the same amount for him. I would, 
I would rather take OBJ because I think when he signs, he'll be more of a focal point to the offense. I don't know if he resigns with the Rams, but I think he could definitely go to the Patriots. Where he, he has his really own best to. interests in mind, Odell. And sure. wherever he signs, once he's free, it's going to be to a good situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's dealt with enough crappy situations here with the Giants and then with, with the Browns that he he's going to know a good situation. He's going to get himself into a situation where he's getting targets. By the Patriots. Yeah, or the Rams. He might resign. Who knows? So, I mean, Cooper I think he's going to put himself in a situation to, to succeed going forward. So I'm, I'm okay making, you know, making that call right and now. I think, I think that trade would go through most leagues. I think if somebody offered you a fur first for OBJ, they're like, ooh, wow, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm ripping this guy off. Like, if I'm a contender late first, like, I'm going to guy – I think I think he stands as like a wide receiver th- too, mid range. Depends where the touchdowns come in. Of course, he mm-hmm. goes to the right situation. Maybe in Patriots, he can get the touchdowns. I think I have no problem paying for a wide receiver too. Kind of falls in that Mike Williams range where like if I could put him in my wide receiver three role, that's a champ- that's a championship caliber player. He'll probably get a contract that gives you at least two more years of him. He's you know, definitely he's definitely on a championship team. Your third wide receiver. Yes, yep. if he's your wife. Uh, guy drafted in the same class, Allen Robinson. He was pretty much consistently like this top-end guy and just fell off the face of the earth. We thought he was quarterback-proof, and clearly that was not true. Wide receiver 81 last year. He's 28 years old, 12 games, 66 targets, 38 receptions, 410 yards, and just one touchdown. And let's be honest, he was disinterested. He did not want to be there. He almost didn't, didn't sign his franchise tag. Like There was rumblings about that. But I really still like Allen Robinson. Like I, I still think he's a good player. But I, but I'm having a hard time of gauging. Like Jared, could you look up some trades for Allen Robinson? Because I'm, I'm having a hard time like gauging what should his value be. Because if it's what he has shown most of his career, you know, you're talking about a guy that has been on a similar plane as not quite, you know, Devonte Adams, but a tier, a tier just below him. He's, you know, wide receiver. I mean, he was wide receiver, what, eight, two yeah, years ago? Eight or, so, eight or nine or something. I have them yeah. both here for that. If you're So, Allen Robinson turns 29 in August. Mm-hmm. You mentioned he only played 12 games this year. But the last two years, he played all 16 games, finished as wide receiver nine and wide receiver eight the previous year. Yeah. So, he's a top 10 receiver both years. Completely disinterested, like you said, because he wanted to get paid. He felt he deserved to get paid. They franchised him. He was pissed. But he was like, that's $18 million. I'm going to take the $18 million. Yeah. Um, and I'll play. <laughs> and I think you're, I think Jared's about to read his trades like two seconds. I think is what you're going to hear. Like a lot of wow. seconds. Wow. Yeah. That's the first one. Uh, Allen Robinson for a 2022 second and a 2023 second. Yeah. Allen Robinson for Corey Davis and Michael Gallup. I feel like bef- Ooh, before we, before he had Gallup. this bad year. Oh, was close. Before he had this bad year, he was an undervalued player in the sure. dynasty community. And people were willing to send him off for a first snap of the fingers. You know what I mean? Because he wasn't flashy. He's never flashy in anything he did. But he just produced. Allen Uh, Robinson and Jalen Rager for Mike Williams. Yikes. Okay. That's uh, that's right. Like Matt said, in 2019 and 2020, he averaged 100 catches, 1,198 yards, and six and a half touchdowns. Um, To me, I'm buying just because, one, I'm buying because I I, I like the player, but I love the price point. I love love that price point. And he's going to be free agent. He has a good place to sign. I would love him in Detroit. Oh, they're going to yeah. say Cleveland. I would love I, him in Cleveland. I will, as of this point, I don't love any receiver that goes to Cleveland until they show they actually throw the receiver accurately. We need um, to take that jersey down, dude. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> um, 
He's allowed to talk bad about Baker, but you're not. It's kind of <laughs> like like the family thing. Like you can talk crap, you can talk crap about your own brother, I got but season no one else can. Dude. Uh, okay, you want a high five letter? I got one lined up no, for I'm you. Right just here. saying, man. Like, um, hey, <laughs> don't talk bad about my babe. Um, I, there's a lot of reasons I think Detroit makes sense sure. to me. Is they need a big receiver on the outside, opposite Amon Ross St. Brown. Right. Uh, I think it makes sense for they have money, and I think Al Robinson would be interested in a couple reasons. One, he's from Detroit. First of all, he's a Detroit native. Mm-hmm. Two, he's so mad the Bears for. Signing him that franchise a tag, mm-hmm. a little vengeance mm-hmm. action too, so he gets to play him twice a year and ball out on him. So yeah. that's a situation I think kind of makes it a little. That, that all of a sudden now we have an interested Allen Robinson. He's getting exactly what he wants. He gets paid and he gets to play the Bears and he's playing for his hometown team. Mm-hmm. That would get me most excited. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't mind seeing him back in Jacksonville too. Go back. I remember keep saying that too. I wouldn't it's, mind it. To be honest, any receiver that go any of these big free agents that go to Detroit. That go to Jacksonville, that go to the Bears, like they just have I'm, huge needs there. I'm excited yeah, so. because yep. target, target, target. Yep. The, the Raiders, the Raiders are another spot. Like targets, targets, target. Like I yep. again, what do I like? Running backs, ones that are getting the carries. Sure. What receivers do I like? The ones that are getting all the targets because those are scoring fantasy points. That's what I want. So to me, I'm buying Al Robinson. I love that price point. I guess two seconds. I think I can get it done. A twenty twenty two second, a twenty three second. For me as a contender, yeah, yeah and I'll absolutely. throw in some turd sandwich too. Like what? Sure. Are, hey, I have these turds. Like, hey, you want Christian Kirk in two seconds for Allen Robinson? I think some people get really excited. Like their nipples all of a sudden wouldn't be invisible in their shirt, would all of a sudden be visible <laughs> if I made that trade, and I'd be very happy Do about. People that. have invisible nipples. <laughs> well, they just you can't see just them. Just in the shirt, they're in they're just yeah in the shirt, and then then they start poking out. Talking about you the can yeah, you got to be watching YouTube for this one. Yeah, those are <laughs> the, pointing notes. The old YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, YouTube, YouTube. Okay. All right, so moving on. Michael Gallup is the the guy that you guys wanted to talk about as well. As what about well. Juju? We're getting there. Uh, yeah. Wide receiver 77 overall. He played in only nine games, 62 targets, 35 receptions. I don't know that he's playing this year. 445 he yards. He ACL week 17. Two touchdowns. So, yeah, he's a free agent, though. So him and Cedric Wilson, by the way, are both free agents for Dallas. And they're $21 million over the cap, so they're likely somewhere else. He should be good. I read yeah. somewhere that there was some complications and, like, Ooh, really? the, it was, oh, was it was looking, like, more like mid-end of the season. Oh, so you actually did research. Yeah. Okay. But there was complications? Oh, well, look at you all fancy with <laughs> your uh, Let me double-check. Let me double-check. <laughs> double he's only 25 years old. 25 years old. Uh, acrobatic say, receiver. Let's say his knee's okay. What's the value there? Uh, sit the Allen Robinson price two seconds. Is it two? I mean, you can probably give him for a second, but like, so again, it's hard for me because like if I own Michael Gallup, you're like, hey, I'll give you a second for him. I'm like, no, just keep Michael Gallup and hope see where he signs and hopefully I get the upside there. Like he's been fiending to be the number two guy in offense and he just can't be. Like he's shown me it. Here's the thing I feel about Gallup. When I see him play, he's never put up like big time numbers. Even this last year, he played through, um, Week 17, 35 receptions, 445 yards, two touchdowns. Like, yeah, Lottie freaking dot. You know, but like, I see the potential there. There's with potential. Gallup. So the, year, he, the year before, was it the year before that he yes. almost had 1,000 yards or he did have 1,000 yards? The previous year, and then I signed C. Because we were yeah. all like, oh, Michael Gallup yeah. in for a big year. Hello, C. Lamb at 14. Yep, just um, oh, part of the reason that that there was the worry is he just now had the surgery. Like, a happened. A lot of swelling, probably. Yeah. Had to wait for all so he, he got it a month after. The injury. So he just had it. So give him 
six, seven. That's not right? good though. If it had, if it took a whole month for yeah. all the swelling and stuff to go down for them, in, so you're in probably a, looking October. He comes in. Yeah. This is he's 25. This is dynasty. So that if that creates a dip. I'm getting in on. Yeah, it. They, this week it looks like he had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still. I buy him okay. for a second. I think he's a good upside buy for a second. That'd be very contender. I think it's a second. I think that's the price on the on him just because of the unknown. The second round pick. Second round yeah, pick. I think that's probably it. I'm I'm fine with that. There's a uh, lot of risk there. With I would I would never give a first. Um, no, for, neither, no. neither would but, I. Um, yeah, a second. I think you pay the second one. You hope that. It, you pay the second, hope he could be a mid-range to low-end wide receiver two. If he turns into wide receiver three, it's a wash for that second. And if he doesn't, worst case, you lost the second. All right, moving on. Juju Smith-Schuster, only 25 years old, wide receiver 133 on the year. <laughs> only played in five games, uh, 28 targets, 15 receptions, 129 yards, and zero touchdowns. Yeah, this is a guy who went back to Pittsburgh because nobody really were offering him a contract. Uh, so he went back to Pittsburgh to prove himself and just proved he was still just okay. Um, people are gonna, a lot of people are getting real excited about Juju because he's put up some good fantasy seasons. The problem with me with Juju is when I watch him play, like I don't think he's the best route runner. I don't think he has the best hands. He doesn't. To nothing, me, nothing jumps off the there, page. Nothing jumps off the page for me. I think he's. I literally think he's an above average Jag. You know what I mean? Like a slightly. Better. Would you rather him or Christian Kirk? Um, who's I? Uh, who's younger? I think they're same. Age. It literally would depend on where they 25. signed. That's it. Honestly, neither. I'm selling. If I have Juju, same thing. Or I said Gallup. About, I would rather have Gallup than You'd Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, personally. I mean, the ACL tear kind of like nicks that back a little bit there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's probably tons of other names you could mention. That I, think what, than I think what Juju proved is he has to have a ton of targets for in order to be yep. a fantasy reliable person. Uh, so, the, you know, he's not going to get paid. His, big si- this year. his situation is such that he's not going to go anywhere that he's going to be the guy and get the amount of targets that's going to sure. make him a wide receiver one. So he's he's. I mean, he's just this middling guy. He's a Kirk value. As soon as he yep. signs somewhere, um, I'm selling immediately. So, um, one one other name, real quick. Uh, I it was pretty DJ far Shark. down down my list, so I almost overlooked it. Uh, but Shark, 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 yeah, that's, that's what I was just gonna say. A guy that you really like, twenty five years old, wide receiver, one hundred and thirty five. So only a couple of places below Juju, but played in four games. Didn't Fractured get off to ankle. yeah, didn't get off to a great start. Only had seven receptions on twenty two targets, one hundred fifty four yards, and two touchdowns. Fractured his ankle, and that was week four that he did it in. You want him to go somewhere with somebody, a quarterback with a big arm. Yep. So throw him the ball downfield. Yep. Yeah. And then there's a couple of, there's interesting guys in the right situation. Um, guys like Cedric Wilson, possibly in Cedric the right Wilson, situation. I think Zay Jones, Laquan Trollo, guys that like kind of came out of the woodwork this year. You know Dude, what I mean? Treadwell's got to resign with the Jags. Yeah. So those are the guys that are, I think are kind of interesting. And James Washington, I think a change of scenery is going to, to do him yep. well. Sure. To that was a guy we mentioned on one of our buy shows. Yes. He, even yes. Jamison Crowder in a right situation is shown he could be a target hog. So yeah, he, he is a guy that needs a ton of targets similar to Juju Smith Schuster. If he's mm-hmm. not getting 130 targets, he's, he's probably not all that fantasy relevant. All right. Now we're going to jump into the nurture show, talk some quarterbacks and tight ends. You can find, you can listen to the nurture show very simply by joining the nerd. I mean, you look at this big sign behind us on the YouTube channel. So there's hashtag nerd herd. Why? It's a big thing. There's a lot of people in there. Kind of a big deal. A lot of big things going on there in the herd. You get so much in the nerd herd. You, you hear me talk about it every single week, and we're still running that promo code because it's still wintertime for only the podcast listeners. Right now, you get 15% off all our memberships. 
right now with that promo code winter. The big thing we've been really pumping right now and kind of promoting is the Dynasty Nerds film room. I've talked about it every week on the show. As we prepare, as we start to get ready for our rookie breakdowns, you know, over the years, people always ask us, well, where do you watch your tape? Where do you watch your tape? Well, we watch our tape in the Dynasty Nerds film room. It's going to be one of the largest all 22 film libraries you can get your hands on. It's literally, if you don't care about our rankings, extra podcasts, the nerd score, the Dynasty GM tool, the price point alone, just for the access to that library, is the best bang for your buck out there in the market today. Easily. Um, You can check out our YouTube channel. You check out our Facebook group. We have our Twitter. We put out the video of how to use the film room and what you get to. We have every rookie you can think of, multiple games, most of them all 22 film. It's going to be your best thing you could do to watch these players and put yourself in the best position to dominate your rookie draft. You get that and so much more at DynastyNerds.com. I encourage everybody to go there to see what you're missing. My favorite this time of year is the Dynasty GM tool. I'm looking at my league analyzer. I'm trying to make mm-hmm. trades. Mm-hmm. Um, we mentioned the trade finders in there. The league analyzer is in there. Are you a contender? Are you a reloader? Um, it streamlines all your leagues. You FFPC, Sleeper, MFL, um, Flea Flicker. All those leagues. So if you have leagues in multi, if you have teams in multiple leagues, you can import them all the GM. They're all in one spot, and there's so many tools on the GM that help you just streamline your your leagues. It's so easy. Again, it's so we we made the GM just to we made the GM for dynasty players that like to play in multiple leagues to make yep. everything super easy for you. And if you're in a league and you're like, man, I really want to trade for a receiver. I have no receivers, but I got a lot of running backs. Instead of going through every team and clicking on every team to see who has what, and then by the time you get to the 11th team, you forgot what team won hand, all you do is go to the league analyzer, click on the league, it's going to show you who has the strongest receivers and who has the weakest running backs. Those are your trade targets. You click on that, it's going to tell you all their players. All of a sudden, you click on that, you double tap, it takes you right to the trade calculator. What's different about our trade calculator? Most trade calculators, you got to look up the players, team players, and put them in there. Not our trade calculator. It automatically imports your players. Yep. So you just click on what team you want to pick, and all their players and assets, and by assets I mean picks, are right there. So it just it makes everything for you as a dynasty player easier. We uploaded the GM almost two years ago. If you saw the GM from when we first uploaded it to now, it's night and day. And the one promise we always make you a di- here at Dynasty Nerds is we're always looking to improve. Yes. The one thing we do when you use that promo code winter and get that 15% off and become a Nerds member is we look at that as an investment, not only into yourself and your Dynasty team, but into the community. And we're going to use that membership to expand on these tools and what we have to offer. We are constantly growing and constantly bringing new innovative tools and options to make you the best overall Dynasty player. Our goal is to be a one place one-stop shop for all your dynasty needs and we're constantly looking how to do that and you being a nerd member not only gives you all those great tools but it helps us pay our developers to do just that we're constantly trying to make that better for you get out there check it out right now the promo code winter we have those monthly options you can literally go in there for seven bucks and be in there for a month and see everything we have to offer and know that what i'm saying is the truth check it out dynastynerds.com today Join the Nerd Herd. You'll be, it'll be the best dynasty decision you ever made. And uh, here our next episode. I heard you describing um, searching through all your leagues and trying to figure out who was, you know, strong at what positions. And I just, I forgot how arduous that was because we've been using this tool for like two two years now yeah. that I just, I forgot how terrible that is to do all that kind of stuff. This is a good time to use it. <laughs> yeah. if you're like, okay, season's over. 
Time to make some trades. Damn, my tight ends suck. Let me go in here. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, this person. I need some draft picks. Oh, this person has tons of draft picks. Yep. He doesn't have any running backs. Let me go make a move. It, it really does. It, the GM's so fun to use. Check it out. Promo code WINTER. Save 15%. We'll be back next week. Adios.